Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished individual from the world of food, Mr. Moitra. Moitra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Garg, and uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Uh, Moitra is the founder and managing director of A Custom Palette. He's also the founder of the Food App Store, and uh, he's a chef and an entrepreneur. So, Moitra, let's start talking about a custom palette. Tell me about this venture. Uh, it's, it's something like when I was working, with, uh, I was in, in my last 14th or 15th uh, year of my corporate life. I've been working in the corporate uh, sector in five-star hotels for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the 14th or 15th year, like, you know, you've always been through that. You have learned good enough and you want to do something, but then you never get an opportunity because you, you don't have that amount of money and that support. Correct. And the, the pressure of, of being with the family and supporting the family stops you also. Mm-hmm. So at one point of time, you actually know that you know, your basic income is what you can suffice, but the salary you are drawing, you can start doing something else if you are not misusing it. Correct. So that's where that's where I was I was thinking of opening up a uh, investment uh, firm, and since I am a small investor, like in terms of money, so mm-hmm. I thought that let's invest in people. Mm-hmm. So while working with many people in our corporate life, I find that there are different people who are good. Mm-hmm. So we thought that let's invest in them, make them grow as a CEO with the experience you have as an uh, you know as an seasoned. Uh, uh, corporate for a person. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where the, it came in my mind that uh, let's create a company where we will have maybe in long term slowly uh, create directors and company directors mm-hmm. in a sweet equity format. So, so like if you venture out in an advertisement media, then we will have a person who will work with us for three years as an acting CEO and a working partner. Mm-hmm. And once he or she proves himself or herself, he or she owns a part in the company and then becomes a co-founder also. Wow. So that's where the idea of the venture came up in my mind. Fascinating. Fascinating. So, you know, when I was reading about you, you uh, mentioned that you actually curated a meal for the Prime Minister of India. Uh, help me understand what goes into curating a meal for such such a personality. Um. It was Mr. Mission Mission Narendra Modi's first visit to Bangladesh. I I, I have an venture in Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and um, while I was working with a five-star hotel in Bangladesh, I was being you know, you know uh, approached by the Indian High Commission in Bangladesh that uh, uh, why don't you try to do the meal for us because we are not getting the right guy for mm-hmm. the meal and we are mm-hmm. really skeptical. So now the foreign secretary of India was in the high commissioner of Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that, uh, do you want to give a try? And I was like, okay, fine. But mm-hmm. then it was the most interesting part was that we, from our hotel, was not allowed to do the catering because there is a government hotel in Bangladesh, which is, do, which is supposed to do the catering. Mm-hmm. So I told him that, okay, fine, I will do the catering, but the whole hotel has to report to us because mm-hmm. anything goes wrong, you're going to hang me on the pole. <laughs> okay. So that was one thing. But then, yes, you know, there are a lot of, uh, lot of uh, procurement, a lot of uh, delegations, a lot of uh, commandos we need to handle and all those mm-hmm. stuff. 
Mm. But it actually um, was easy for me because I have worked with Taj Mahal Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And Taj Mahal Mumbai has been hosting United States presidents and all the presidents right. of uh, China and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we have grown up seeing the protocols. Mm-hmm. So that was a little easy, but then it was also difficult because anything goes wrong, you you are always absolutely alive. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you know, moving on, uh, Maitra, I wanted to ask you a question as a chef and an entrepreneur. Uh, from whatever little I know of the food business, most restaurants have a very, very short life. Right. Why is this the case? And yet there are some, uh, like in Delhi, the Bukhara and uh, or the Taj uh, Delhi, which has got the Chinese restaurant. I mean, they just carry on for House of Ming. House of Ming for you know, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. What makes a restaurant successful and what makes a restaurant close down so quickly? Um, see, there are two things which I feel that in a food business is now you need to go to two different one of these parts. You can't go into both the parts. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I have worked in House of Main in Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal Delhi for mm-hmm. two years. Uh, I worked with Thai Pavilion in Taj. Mumbai, Taj uh, uh, President Mumbai, and the Taj Mahal Mumbai, the Golden Dragon is around 45 years old. Yes, yes. So, um, uh, to create a brand, there are two ways to go to. Either one is by product innovation. Mm-hmm. You keep churning product, the people start looking that, oh, this is also good, that is also good, and you are always bombarded with it. A mm. typical example in detail is Zara. Mm. But then again, uh, if I go by the aspiration model, you create your brand so strong mm. that people aspire to dine with you and you keep a standard product, but mm. your aspiration model becomes so high mm. that, you know, the model becomes a legend and then people visit the legend. Now, which one to choose? I would say that, okay, it Taj and the, and the Bukharas are a 40 years old hotel. They had mm. that ability to take the, um, take the, blow of putting up money for the mm. last 20 years. Mm. Nobody knows what, which was, what are the first five years of Taj Mahal, Mumbai's Golden Dragon or mm. Bukhara of IDC. Everybody talks about 40 years Bukhara. You know, so that five years to survive was a huge pain what the owners had to put in. Correct. Now, standalone restaurants can't take it like that. Mm. There's, a, there's a very good restaurant in Bangladesh also known as Star Kebab. Mm-hmm. Now, Star Kebab has eight uh, restaurants which are like a standalone three-floor restaurants all over Dhaka okay. and they've been running for the last 27 years. Wow. You know, and they serve from breakfast till dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's a legend. Like when we have you, uh, like people like uh, your age are young and my age was now in, in the lab. We used to go there. Mm-hmm. So that has become a legend and people still come in. Mm-hmm. So that kind of legend, if you really can take that blow, you go ahead and build that legend, which are for life. Mm-hmm. Or you follow that product innovation way so that there is not a growth fatigue. Like the, the diner's fatigue does not come in. Like mm-hmm. I had the same biryani last day. What is next? Correct. Like you see paradise in, in, in Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. It's a legend. Mm-hmm. MTR is a legend. Correct. So you can go two ways. MTR is a 110 years old brand. They were mm-hmm. reading when it was in the 1971 war, mm. but they survived because they were cash rich. Mm. So how deep is your pocket and how well you can fight makes you a legend or an aspiration model. Mm. But, you know, just continuing, I, and a short question for you that when you spoke of Bukhara or the House of Ming, if you look at other restaurants in the same hotel, 
they have not had the same longevity. Uh, yes. So it's the same management, same company, same amount of money, same kind of investments, and yet a Bukhara and the house mink have endured. Um, probably like house of mink serves the Chinese vegetarian lives, and it had been it yes. has been when no one was serving that. Mm. Probably Bukhara was serving the dal makhani with the Indian life, which no one was serving in a in an structured form at that time. Correct. So it has also got the first movers advantage, mm-hmm. and also it is like um, supporting the brand because see uh, that that Lebanese restaurant. You, I'm, I'm sure you're referring to the Lebanese restaurant of the Dress Hotel. Mm. Uh, it did not survive in that hotel. Is because it's not your daily food. You know, you want to take a, somebody to keep, eat in the table, Lebanese restaurant every on and off day. Correct. It's 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 where you're going to go into that Indian or a Chinese. Mm. You know, that's 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 a main, well main 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 part to cater to. Like end of the day, we like that uh, dal chawal. True. You know, dal chawal, you should have it. Hmm. After that, you fantasize for a shawarma or a burger. Or a <laughs> well said, well said. So you know, Maitra, uh, when you know, whenever I travel anywhere in the world, and uh, you know, I end up wanting to eat uh, what I would call broadly Indian food, even though in the UK there are Bangladeshi restaurants, or in other parts of them, Pakistani restaurants or Indian restaurants. The most common meal is. Butter chicken or chicken tikka masala is a dal, maybe a kebab <laughs> and roti. What happens to so many other cuisines that are coming out of Bangladesh, India, and the other parts of the subcontinent? Um, see, the, the basic innate food, what we, was, we spoke in the last uh, sentence, like mm-hmm. the dal chawal, that mm-hmm. is one part. Mm-hmm. Another part is we have made it convenient food. Mm. You know that the butter chicken is a boneless chicken or a bit bone, possibly boneless in UK Correct. and all places. Mm. And you just have got one roti, which is sliced slice like a pizza. You just dip it in a sauce, which is mm. wrapped in tomato sauce, which is, tomato is an in universal food. Correct. So it's wrapped in a sauce and just in a boneless chicken. Mm. People can eat that. So that is what has helped it to survive and mm-hmm. grow up. Uh, now, if you call it as a Turkish, Turkish kebabs and all, mm. well, uh, it, it has a very pungent taste. Like uh, Turkish kebabs has a smell of the kebab, the meat, which which you know, not everybody can take. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of foreigners who are, or also Indians, the mm. mass people who travels and who caters in London are mm. Indians, mm. Uh, um, who moved to London and. Uh, and also in Canada, mm-hmm. they have not opened up that because that's not what they would want to eat also. Okay. So that has become the predominant invention and the invasion mm-hmm. from India and Bangladesh as mm-hmm. laborers who became rich mm-hmm. and had an oppressed and, and an opportunity to open up their few things. Mm-hmm. You will never see a Russian going as a laborer in, in or in, in uh, UK or in Canada mm. in back in 1970s mm. probably now but not that time but in 1970s and 80s there was hundreds of UK UKs who were from India and Canada and Bangladesh or Pakistan mm. as laborers mm. they are now the millionaires of UK correct you know, they have that extra money to put in where they will put in they are put, putting it in the in, in the investment which they are sure of mm. 
Hmm. That has helped to make it a spider web where wherever you go, you get stuck in that same dal chawal and thing. Well, and sir. also again, again, um, in, Indians and non-Indians has accepted it because it's a convenient food also. Very well said. So, you know, my next question, you might try as, as, as a well-known, well-renowned chef. I'd love to get your perspective on the experimentation that is happening with food from the subcontinent. You know, we're always used to five or six different dishes, uh, you know, with roti and rice and everyone sits around and share. And now suddenly you're getting small customized units, whether it's the Gagans or whether the other well-known uh, brands. What is your perspective on how is uh, food from our subcontinent changing? Uh, my ideology differs because I come from a very, uh, very orthodox hotel background, and mm-hmm. I have been trained by orthodox chefs. I would do. And, uh, yeah, and and I had not got probably the opportunity, which might have been a blessing or a mm-hmm. or, or a curse, mm-hmm. that I did not met uh, the innovative and the experimental chefs to mm-hmm. look into, mm-hmm. where we. Uh, we put in some a uh, put in some uh, like like that uh, the Delhi thing what it is called that that matako mm-hmm. like that, uh, you know that um, white butter is being churned into air and then served with some uh, with some things. Mm-hmm. So we have served the white butter in a matka and then mm-hmm. served it with some pistachio mm-hmm. or some saffron. So we believe that uh, I believe that orthodox food is what is going to stay, mm. and these are all like like the startup businesses which will get a lot of money and attention, <laughs> yes. but it doesn't survive. But the house of Tata's are very likely to survive because they mean every penny sold is every penny is to be earned. So yes, uh, innovation takes you to next level. Innovation mm-hmm. gives you the punch to go ahead. Mm-hmm. But uh, you first need to know how to make a good roti and then and take mm-hmm. it out from tandoor. Mm-hmm. And only then you can make it in a pizza oven and can hang it in a hanger and then serve it to the guests. Mm-hmm. You know, those gimmicks are good. But the gimmicks should be uh, based on a strong foundation. That mm-hmm. is what I mean. And I believe that. Fascinating. And again, uh, you know, a follow-up for that question is that for someone who has traveled the world, worked on so many different, uh, in, in hotels and so many different cuisines, what do you think are some of the new international cuisines that are coming up uh, in the world? Uh, the most interesting part I feel is, uh, which is already in, is, is the Peruvian cuisine, which is mm-hmm. happening very, very thoroughly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, there is the the Turkish food has 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 a very good potential, which with a hint of Greek food mm-hmm. can give you a lot of a lot of uh, zest in the in the cuisine you know market mm-hmm. in our cuisine market. And yeah, always I feel that that. Uh, the churros uh, of the Mexico and mm-hmm. and the and the South African barbecue is mm. a, which is underrated dish because mm. you know we talk about Turkish Turkish kebabs. Mm. The South African bar- barbecues are amazing food which wow. probably we have not able to take it forward. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's going to take it a place in different hotels and different places also soon. Mm. Very interesting. So I've got one more question before I move to the food app. Um, and my question to you is, uh, 
you know, uh, I've just returned after a two week vacation with my two millennial sons who live in Singapore and America in France. And why people of my generation and I'm 65, my generation food was important to carry on with life. In the 15 days that I spent with both my sons, food was very primary and what was written about the restaurant was very critical. My question to you is how are millennials and the Gen Z's changing the food business and making you adapt? It, it was a very interesting learning for me when I was in uh, like the last two years back, uh, maybe it's around one year back, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, one year back, I had an opportunity to consult uh, the delivery hero. Delivery hero is the, is the parent company uh, who, who has invested in different food delivery aggregator businesses in all over the world and mm-hmm. in Bangladesh it is uh, Food Panda. Mm-hmm. So it is like, it's same like Zomato. Right. The Zomatos are, are, are mm-hmm. opening up kitchens. Swiggy mm-hmm. has opened in India, same way Zomato was opening. So I, I got to see how they operate, like same mm-hmm. in Devel Foods in India. Mm. how they have they have different barrows biryani and all yeah so i saw that how biryani can be made and how wraps can be made so easily conveniently mm. and how important the social media how i i zomato had their own social media platform to tackle them you know with the youtube channel and all mm. Mm. and that is same i got an opportunity to learn during my one year consultancy with the food panda mm-hmm. um, where i saw the that every every food is re-engineered and broken down into bits and pieces of uh, Lego model, mm-hmm. and then then when the order comes in, you just you know plug plug in all the Lego models okay. and deliver. Mm-hmm. And I, now again, as I said, that I come from 2000 when my my master chef used to say that better under say or gravy layout that mm-hmm. the gravy was cooked for two months or mm-hmm. one month, mm-hmm. and then it's always been used to make all the varieties of curries. Mm-hmm. Now that has changed to anybody can cook. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's now a Maggi model. It's an instant noodle model. Mm-hmm. When you open up a packet, you see the instant noodle and the spices. Correct. You just need to add water. Mm. The success of instant movie was that because mm. this new age uh, food industry is modifying themselves into that model mm. where you can also probably cook if you do not know how to cook. Mm. And that is changing. And uh, to be honest, if you do not adapt, you will be left out. I always believe so. So yeah, I, I have adapted it. I have learned a lot. And it was my foundation stone to create my own uh, food tech industry. Fantastic. So, Macho, uh, we'll now move to the next part of our conversation, which is the food app store. Okay. Uh, tell me about this venture and what was your motivation to start it? Right. Uh, pulling the cord from the last question. Correct. Like, when I went in that and I saw that, oh my God, that biryanis can be made so easily and so mm. fastly and we can expand to 350 outlets in all mm. over India, mm. uh, which we never thought of. When I saw that the burger patties can be, the, the chicken burger patty, the patty and the bun can be mm. made and can be shifted to your different satellite kitchens. Mm. 
And this same burger patty can be packed and can be sold in your retail. Hmm. I saw that this is a different world I have entered. Okay. So I, I, I learned, but then it was like 20 years veteran learning that. So I thought hmm. that let's not waste any more time and hmm. do it for our own selves. Now, so, so coming back to the food store app, like we are creating a, a food store app with mm-hmm. one piece. I would say the pillars are, are our expertise in, in the food industry, which is mm-hmm. 20 years expertise. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is one, there is the pillar is, the next pillar is our marketing, which is our in-house agency. We have an agency. Mm-hmm. And also, and the, and, the, and the technology we have learned mm-hmm. to create the, an expandable model. Mm-hmm. So we engineer the food thoroughly so that we can create every product in a Maggi concept or mm-hmm. an instant noodle concept. Mm-hmm. Even the kitchen is packed in rice and the dal and, mm-hmm. uh, and the achar and the salt and I give it the whole pack to you. Mm-hmm. You just have to add water and put it in a rice cooker and the kitchen is done. You don't have to think that salt is enough or not. We do it that way mm-hmm. and we deliver all over to our satellite kitchens mm-hmm. and then all the satellite kitchens just have to prepare. So you are not based on a uh, on an experienced chef who will say ha namak acha like the salt is perfect now it can go we have taken out that thing mm. so the our our technology model food food industry what we have gone into food store mm. works on good food on a technology platform where i don't need an experienced chef on every satellite kitchen mm-hmm. so that is what our food store app works on we mm. work on 10 brands mm. we, from one satellite kitchen. One kitchen can cater to 10 brands. So it's like you don't want to eat pizza every day. Mm. Right? You want to eat one day pizza, one day burger, one day pizza, mm. one day Chinese. Mm. So let's cater to all, but you do not love one restaurant catering all. Mm. So internet-wise, we cater 10 different restaurants, mm. but the kitchen is one. The food is engineered well. Mm. So it is like every time you are ordering, you are ordering from 10 different outlets over Zomato, mm. but it is coming from one kitchen. So that's the model of Oshoda. Fascinating. And much of my last question to you, um, you know, uh, I, love, I love food from you know, West Bengal or Bangladesh, Bengali food. Uh, yet I don't see enough of it wherever I travel. What needs to be done to popularize food from Bangladesh or West Bengal uh, across the whole world. Um, you, you, your idea and, and uh, findings are exactly what I believe that way. Mm-hmm. Because uh, probably maybe we are, I have worked in the West Bengal and in Bangladesh both. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing which I see. I believe that uh, West Bengal and Bangladeshi food are on the same line. A little bit different and a little bit meats are different. Mm-hmm. But we have not taken it ahead forward. Like the Bangladeshi the people going to London are also serving, as you said, Indian food. Correct. Now, yeah. So thing is, we are not confident that we can serve that. Mm. We can make people eat that. Now, this is why I, I, I have been working last uh, mm-hmm. few months. I've opened up uh, partnering with one of the biggest conglomerate in Bangladesh, mm-hmm. uh, United Group, that we have opened up six outlets of a Bangla restaurant, which is mm-hmm. known as Shop. Mm-hmm. 
Now, we uh, using our food tech idea, we have, we have got the khichdi and the, and the biryani format to so well convenient mm-hmm. to them that uh, during the six months, people have started uh, knowing us and mm-hmm. traveling to us. Our plan is to take it forward to different places because uh, we, have na- we have named the name very interestingly Utshav. Utshav mm-hmm. is basically uh, it's a festival. festival. Yeah. Now, it does not say Bangladeshi festival or a Calcutta festival. It right. serves a Bengali food. Mm. And wherever you are, you can use that food and can put it up through. So my plans are there. Yes, after conquering Bangladesh, I want to get into Calcutta and can, I want to put that food. Because there are a lot of Bangladeshis who have moved from Bangladesh to India. Like my parents are from Bangladesh. Mm. So if they would get that that a dish served in Calcutta, mm. I'm sure they're going to love it. Absolutely. At the same point of time, the millennials will love the Calcutta food, so let's serve that also. Mm. So categorically, the name is kept Utsha, mm. and I hope that we can uh, make you feel again next time we meet that, yes, I have been working with the Bangla Bengali food, mm-hmm. and it's been successful. Amazing, amazing. Uh, much on that note, uh, thank you so much. This has been such an such a fascinating conversation on food. I wish you lots of success with Utsav. I will track it as and when you come to India. When you do launch, do let me know. I will promote it in my own little way that I can to support you. Uh, thank you for talking to me at such length about what makes a restaurant work, about your app store, and about all the amazing things that you are doing. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you, Mr. Dad. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.